0: If we can get monica Perez on in here uh follow her at monica Perez show she's the host of the propaganda report uh, i think there's there's also the prop report daily we'll find out all that more about her material let's get her on into the room for the third time let's see what's up all right all right let's see what we got here monica in the house hello hello do you hear me Click, yes no let's see sorry can you hear me? oh yay! Me? hey monica. sorry sorry hey. i have a double mute thing <laughs> working fine. Hi, welcome back to the show, hey?
1: Hey, thanks hey, for having yeah, me. You got me at great. a great time. First yeah. thing in the morning, yeah, I'm great. on my game. I was game. wondering about that.
0: So yeah, you're, you're, you moved out West, right? And you're, right. Yeah, you're yeah, cool. So, um, I don't know. You enjoying the gas prices. That's the first thing. I, it's kind of, a oh my not- gosh, it's
1: well, well over $6 a gallon. Wow. Well, really? yeah, I mean, it's always over five. Yeah. And the first time when I lived here a long time ago, it reduced the traffic greatly. Like gas prices doubled. It was awesome. I loved it. I was like, I'm well, it's well worth paying double for gas just to avoid the traffic yeah, but
0: a little silver lining yeah
1: <laughs> as like i think it's the first line of dostoevsky's something the idiot or something the uh the man is a creature who can get used to anything. And I think that's the very best way to define him. So anytime this happens, I'm like, yes, we just, we can get used to anything, which is a little scary because yeah. what we're getting used to is something I, people would have called me a conspiracy nut job and did a few years ago. And I was like, you know, when you give up your civil liberties, things can get kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good time
0: to be a conspiracy person. It, it's oh yeah. Vindication. Yeah. Like it seems like every single month or every single week, so that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've probably asked you this before, but did you was there a time in your life when you were like really blue pilled where you weren't where you accepted the narrative, you know?
1: Yes, I absolutely I I had this show on WSB, which was you know not my idea. I was sitting next to somebody at a wedding and she just loved my thoughts. I was in an arco capitalist. I had just like, I was like, oh my gosh, like. That was my first aha moment was the the whole Republican Democrat thing is bullshit. It's amazing. You know, and she was just like, wow, I think you might be right. And And I thought, okay. so she brought that. And then but even in the beginning, I would say unequivocally on the air, because I started peeling the onion on this stuff and I started saying I would say on the air, I don't believe 9-11 is an inside job. And I remember why. And then and then it went away because I discovered that I was wrong about this one thing. And this was the only thing was that I don't believe they, meaning the power lead, Dick Cheney, Bush, whatever, would do that. I didn't believe they would do it. And then when I when I really dug into the Boston Marathon bombing and I saw that they did do that, like I was there was no question. I'm not yeah. going to get into that. I've done yeah. like hours on that. Yeah. and I probably told you the story. But when they when I was sure they did do that, then I knew they would. the other and then i looked into 9-11 i was quite obvious what they did but i just refused to look and even one example is the moon landing where if anyone ever wants to tell me that the moon landing is real i'm absolutely open to that but the onus is on them to prove it to me. Yeah, I'm not making wild claims. You yeah. know, I don't yes. think human beings are on the moon. <laughs> you know? are yeah. the one who's saying that. So, and I—that's <laughs> a you great know.
0: point. I, I yeah. agree with that completely. I mean, the the moon Even, is one of the first things yeah. that yeah woke me up. But question about what you're saying about they wouldn't. Do you, okay, so people make this argument a lot. There's there's very common, like you know, there'd be too many people involved. How could they get away with it? Uh, or like too many people would have to know why do you why did you think at the time that they wouldn't for a moral reason for yes. a okay for yes. a really okay wow
1: yes and i just couldn't believe they would be that monsters and then i figured mm. it out i figured it out so you could say what the first the first possible example i thought or explanation i thought was okay was that that could explain it was that it was a black mass that it was a ritual like a satanic ritual that's kind of big okay but then but then I realized. It doesn't have to go there for this reason. Since the beginning of time, kings and whatever's have uh, or the beginning of this civilization have justified conscription. They justify conscription. They justify invasion. Conscription is not you take soldiers who volunteered and throw them at a problem where they might die. Conscription is you take people who did not volunteer and would not go. But they had the chance and they didn't go. And you decided that for the greater good, you were going to kill those people, your own people. And I think that's how someone like Cheney might have justified 9-11, because because for him, like if you read that PNAC documents or whatever, the Project for New American Century, they. And if you ever talk to anybody like this, that who's like in that just uh, on a rare occasions, because of the schools I went to, I get invited to a party or whatever, where you like some of the people there are super, super successful and they believe what they're saying yeah. and it gets complex, but True they believers. never like, yeah. yes. And they don't get through to that. They're just like, yeah, things are more complicated than you think, but they don't get all the way to where you are. And, and if they, so they, if you read that PNAC stuff, I don't, I don't believe those people really meant it, but if they did really mean they think they thought, and it's not possible that they thought Saddam Hussein was the kind of threat that they're acting like, you know, he was yeah. the guy with the oil. That's all or whatever,
0: yeah. you know, whatever it is, but it's not, whatever this, it was, it yeah. wasn't
1: like, Oh my God, he's a risk to middle America. Like yeah. he definitely was Come not, on. but, but if they believe that story or even tell themselves that that's part of the real story, cause that's what they'll say. Well, it's not like he's a good guy. Yeah. So and they can. You I like your I mean? voice,
0: by the way. I like yeah. your like evil Dick, Ch- <laughs> right. generic D- Dick Cheney voice. That's
1: Everyone good, is right. going to sound like all the evil guys sound yeah. like my mom. Everyone from yeah. New York sounds like my mom. Um, yeah. Cool. So anyway, so I I feel like they look at it and say. This is um, this is for the greater good. I happen to benefit, but that's cuz I'm in the right business yeah. for the greater good. Yeah. And and so I think they could justify thinking that they drafted all those four people who right. jumped out the window. So you're saying
0: a form of like, you know, ideological conscription. I mean, when someone when someone says conscription, I I think like money, you know, you're like a mercenary, like you're being paid, but you're saying that it's Yeah, they're doing it through the selective service. Mm.
1: Right. So yeah. my I don't want my son to sign up for the selective service, right. but he's he's going to have to. I mean, he can fight the battle of I'm not going mm. if there's an illegitimate and it's all illegitimate at this point. Um, you know, I'll let him sign. I won't object that so I'll have to think about it. But so it's just that he has to actually sign the paper. I'm signing up. And if you have a war that I don't volunteer for, you can come to my house and mm. drag me out against that's my will. Right yeah. 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 I think that's what they did to the secretaries on the 88th floor.
0: Whoa. Wow. That is, that is pretty, that's pretty, I'd never heard someone with that take before. Yeah. No, I, I,
1: I realized that I just kept thinking like who would do, because of the way I came at the problem was like, who would do that? Either they're evil or they're delusional. And like what justification could they possibly make in their minds? And I was like, well, Kings have justified the draft since forever.
0: Yeah. I mean, I actually, this is uh p- people in the live chat will know what I'm talking about, but I call this the, what you're kind of describing a little bit, the evil lying and retarded uh, Venn diagram where you like, can't tell. And you literally don't <laughs> yes. know where it's like, if there's a, like, I don't know that almost anyone in politics or in the, the cathedral or whatever is going to have yeah. a certain amount of these three. No, one's all a hundred percent. It's you, and you can't tell and at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's just, you can tell they're in that either deception, malicious, or just completely yes. dumb. And- I
1: always think of it as um, you're either an idiot or a jerk. So like <laughs> if I make a driving error, I'm like, don't beep at me like I'm an idiot. Like I'm a jerk. I'm just an idiot. Like yeah. don't. But this is this is better. And the lying thing makes me laugh because I used to say this about I remember once when I like I didn't know anything about the radio. So they had a radio consultant guy like um, coach me a little bit. And he actually stopped working with me after I wouldn't, um, uh, he didn't like my take on S Hook.
0: So by the way, we don't upload the uh, um full episode to YouTube anymore. We, we're gonna oh, so I can say off, whatever I want. Take whatever yeah. you want, I'll probably bleep that. Okay. So you're talking about Sandy so I lost what's take everything
1: because of Sandy Hook. So yeah, yeah, I, mean, I I it was bad. Yeah, but he didn't yeah. he he was like, do not, do not advocate uh gun rights under these circumstances. And I was like, I'm definitely doing whatever I want. But he asked me <laughs> yep. what and I survived yeah. that. I did not survive 2020, but I survived that. And um, but he asked me who who I thought was an you know an aspirational example of a radio host for myself, and I completely nailed it because there is only one, and it was Rush. It was Rush, and I said, but don't get me wrong, like half the time I disagree with Rush, and the other half of the time he's lying. Mm. So his neocon shit. Yeah, I mean yeah, he was I totally disagree yeah. with, but when yeah. he starts going like libertarian yeah. and bill of rights, he's just fucking lying. <laughs> mm, you
0: think about Rush? Or are you talking about yes, your friend? Yeah, yes, you about Rush. Yes, Interesting. Yes, okay. Yes, wow. Yes, yes, so you don't but think I loved that him. He's
1: a, Like he, I enjoyed he, listening to him. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's definitely so you don't so you think that he is he was he's dead now, but being dishonest about his libertarian freedom takes. Is that Um
1: I guess this goes to like a deeper a line of thinking that I have that I think will appeal to you because it's evolved a little bit since last time we talked. And I know you evolved quite a bit since the time we talked before that. But uh, for me, I now, I now see the libertarian thing uh, from the top. And this is also like an interesting case study in how there's just a jillion rank and files who are true believers from a totally, a uh, value based um you know honest virtue point of view like i am mm-hmm. so i'm i'm a libertarian and uh but but as you look at like the part i don't know about the party right now but just the history of it it definitely was put here for a reason and the reason i think may have been to uh to kind of combine, I guess the reason would be to separate the holistic view of society, um, like government, economics. You know, it used to be called political economy. I'm reading a book about how, like, it's the separation of church and state is not is not a gimme. <laughs> you know, no. when you have a culture of one ethnicity, one religion, to divorce that from the state. It gives the state an opening to cause problems. So I I under, like cultural problems. Yeah. So yeah. you have to have a holistic approach to humanity, this. which I can do without coercive monopoly force. Like I don't need the actual state, but I can understand because now that we see how simplistic like the voting population is or whatever, you, you can see that they would they might want to inject this libertarianism to make those separations, but it also can uh, it, it I think another problem with it is that it gets libertarians to defend uh, pro-business policy, for example, or corporate preference uh, because it can its can, it can be confusing, not real hardcore libertarians, but it's used to take libertarian advocacy and apply it to, like I remember Bobby Jindal used to say, we, you know, screw these liberals. We're going to have pro-business policies. And Chris Christie used to do that. Marco Rubio. I'm like, I don't want pro-business policies. I want strictly constitutional policies, which would be basically no policies. So Mm. I don't want any of that, but it gets, it it just, I guess the simplest way to put it, and I love the pace of your show, but like I am so inarticulate sometimes on the fly.
0: Work it out. This is fine. Take your time. Okay.
1: So I guess um, the way I used to say it and still say it is libertarians die by the sword, but they never live by it. Yeah, yes. And the, the example is like plea bargains. Plea bargains are, I, I, they could be the um, most malevolent tool in in the world, in the, okay. in the country.
0: So true.
1: So, it's so bad. Yeah. But as a libertarian, I would always say, Uh, Even Jefferson was wrong. We don't have inalienable rights. We always have a right to alienate rights from Mm -hmm. ourselves for whatever reason. Like we are allowed to say, take my liver. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you my liver. And, you know, so so it's still, you know, as a libertarian, if
0: you sign it away, that's you alienating it. correct? Right. And Mm -hmm.
1: I can't you know, I can't even advocate that suicide should be illegal as a libertarian. But when it comes to the plea bargain, I mean, it's such it's it's such a moral hazard to allow the government to threaten you with. And, and I also don't like um, consecutive sentences because the same single act is called different crimes. Right. Mm. So I don't think I think it's like a double jeopardy to be right. able to charge someone federal at the state federal crime level. charges
0: when there's a murder. Right. Uh, it's like, I, what like is that. it? You're like, yes, crossing, what, yeah, like you're, a yes. person is charged with first, second and third degree murder for right. killing one person. This is right. insanity. And,
1: and maybe that's a fine thing. That, that's a reasonable thing to do in trial because a jury cannot convict you of all three things. Mm. But it's not OK when you're sitting in a room with them and saying like a Glory Lachlan, In my opinion, and I've done many shows on this, she, I don't know about anybody else, she did not only nothing wrong, she gave a lot of money to charity and they targeted her because of her religion and her politics. I'm
0: not sure if I know who that is. Can you explain? Lori
1: Loughlin was the Varsity Blues, the Operation Varsity Blues. She supposedly lied her way, her kid's way into USC Oh, in, okay. in that yeah, yeah, she yeah, 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 Was not guilty. Yeah. And she was going to fight. It. And the only reason I even looked into her specific case is that Brad, my partner on my podcast said, oh, did you know that she's like super Christian and conservative? And I was like, oh, really? And she's out there lying, cheating and stealing. Come hmm. on either. She's full of shit. Or it's or they are. And boy, are they to the point where she was one of the only ones who was really going to fight it. So the day that that uh, Felicity Hoffman, whatever, said, okay, I'll take your two weeks in jail. Lori Loughlin said, I'm fighting it. And they said to her. Oh, really? Because now we're charging with so much stuff that you could go to jail for 40 years. And and by the way, what she did may not even rise to the level of criminality at all. It could yeah. have just been a tort. With torts, you have damages. So all these fundamental legal principles go out the window when you start piling on charges for a single act and a single state of yeah. mind. You put it in different jurisdictions, and then you use that to, for example, Tommy Chong went to jail... For a crime he wasn't even accused of. Because of a so his his son was entrapped on making an artistic bong. Uh, it's a long story. I won't get into it. But his son was entrapped <laughs> and they went to Tommy Chong and they said, we're going to charge your your son and your wife. And they may face 90 years in jail or you can take our plead and you can go to jail for them, which I I can't even. And in the bargain that they wrote it up for the dot for the court, it said he's well known for mocking law enforcement and film. Wow. Okay, so he didn't even they didn't even say he did anything wrong except for mock them. And then but they threatened his wife and child with 90 years in jail.
0: This is a criminal syndicate. I mean, this is this is that's criminal. Yes. Why, yeah, yes. That, it's that like is, a mob
1: thing. We'll yeah, break your legs. We'll, re- we'll break your wife's leg in front of you right. if you don't do what we want. And then um, and I think so. I think every single thing should go to jury. I think juries should be instructed about jury nullification. And if your argument to me is, well, we could never process everything if you had to actually have a jury trial, it's like, then, then why are there so many crimes? Yeah, I've watched don't. forensic files and they're out of crimes. They're wow. out of crimes. Like they are starting to just make shit up at this point. I used to be addicted to it. Now they're not out of all crimes, but 99% of all crimes are like, oh yeah, he found his wife cheating, shot her and everybody knows, it. you know, yeah. like that's not a forensic file, but like as far as something that's going to, really take up the court's time all you need is to make sure that you're only only have crimes against persons and property don't touch me or my stuff or it's that's not all a crime that's all crime is that's all that that's law it.
0: is all, there has that's to all have, have a victim at, yeah exactly yeah. yeah i mean then it gets to whether you know the the subjective power comes from basically the sword or there's, if there's, yeah, I mean, the, I wanted right. to, add, I wanted to ask you this, um, from like you know, 10 minutes ago or something like that. What do you think is a debate? We have a lot on my show. What is a lie and what makes a liar? Like is, is intentionality involved in, in the definition of a lie or a liar or someone can someone be lying on unintentionally?
1: Uh, I guess I would say there's two, I would say a lie has to be intentional. Okay but I would say that there are two places where your question would be valid. And one is when you're kidding yourself. Mm.
0: Self-delusion.
1: Yes. And then, um, and that goes along with my ethical glass ceiling thing where um, I think John Updike might've said it better, which is a man it is very hard to convince a man of a truth when his paycheck depends on him, not Mm. knowing that. So that goes with that self-delusion thing, which I would say St. Peter is going to hold you accountable for that. I guess, depending on your capacity, a la the parable of the talents, like depends on how much you can take psychically, Mm. but, um, or how much is riding on it? Like 13 kids or whatever. I don't know. But then the other thing would be, I I think being propagandized, Mm. which I actually would hold people to a higher standard of that. Like I actually was telling my mom, who's a real, uh, She's 93. She's like a hardcore Catholic, but she's so wise in her old age. I never appreciated when she was young because she didn't force it down my throat, but she's super wise. And I was telling her about Edward Bernays and I'm like, come on, mom. At a certain point, like people are not responsible. She's like, ah, people have free will. It's your job. He doesn't go into your house. I know Edward Bernays. I mean, what they're doing is pretty strong, But how do I You know, you know when they start putting fluoride in the water? maybe you're not responsible for that. And I remember I was talking to somebody uh, um, who shall remain nameless, not that you know him, but it was uh, it was a priest who said that there's a chance that the 9-11 bombers, so this is a Catholic priest, not a Islamist, um, went to heaven because mens rea-wise, they thought they were doing God's work, right? But I... I countered that immediately by saying, and I, I deduced this, and I'm sure I could later, and I, I found it later as a truth, that that can't be right because God cannot help hold you accountable for things if he didn't give you three things. You, you have to be able to tell the difference between right and wrong, and then I have to wonder about the Garden of Eden story. But anyway, you have to know the difference between right and wrong. You have to have a reason um, so you can kind of apply that to your situation and you have to have free will. Mm. So these guys, I think it's probably innate to know that killing is wrong. Or at least post eating from the tree
0: of the fruit of the knowledge of good and yeah, murder is wrong, you know, like is wrong, that wrong yeah. has
1: to be an inherent thing. So and unless you lack reason, you have to understand You know, I would say, you know, I guess what the 9-11 hijackers thought were that we are all responsible for our government, like every single person. So like every um, I like the 9-11 hijackers are dick cheney in my opinion but yeah
0: do, but so do you, if, you think if it that weren't there were just just, a, bef- just do you think yeah, do i think you, there were 19 Arabs yeah, who did it do you think that that do you think that it, part of the narrative is right because because the, the 911 no. thing goes very there's many layers to it yeah like, yeah you know, totally some yeah. people think that there were no. no planes you know so it's like there's so, no way
1: planes brought down those buildings there's just yeah. there's
0: just no do way there's no the way uh,
1: i think Planes or something painted like a plane hit the building, okay. but I don't think there's Some any way. Some sort of projectile that
0: looked like right, a plane but I don't think it had sc- no. But I think it I was
1: agree. a I think it was a Molotov cocktail mm. that hit it, a giant mm. Molotov cocktail yeah. that that made a lot of yeah it made fire a big explosion, and then. Just me chucking
0: a vodka bottle from the ground, like that's what. (laughs) Yes, and
1: it it just, but something else pulverized the building. And I just was talking to somebody the other day, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh! Of course, if the buildings hadn't been pulverized, if they had just been demolished, there would have been a pile of rubble, like a quarter of the size of the building. Mm. Right? Think about that. Yeah, but it, but it it went all the way into the ground like it's yeah. just no chance because there were six up. Sub- my father actually worked on the Twin towers as a construction worker and wow. he worked on i think he worked on the sixth sub basement monica so are, you, I- are you
0: a fed over <laughs> just kidding are you oh in, in, my in, in God. A- do you get called a fed do you get, do you, do
1: you, get- uh, you know somebody somebody said that to me and i said oh my gosh let's do a show where like you tell me all the reasons that you think that could be true Ooh. about myself and like give me a chance because um I was talking to somebody who's a little <laughs> more plugged into the libertarian podcasting scene, and he was saying somebody's talking shit about me. And I was like, just tell them I'll do a show. Yeah. And they can tell me why they think that. And then you can just look me in the eye and decide if I have enough of an eggs ex- a- a- have an answer and whatever. But yeah, it, here's the thing about that is I've never met a fed who didn't say something a little like, eh. you know, John McAfee, like didn't believe 9-11 was an inside job and thought we landed on the moon. I'm like, mm. Do really. you think he was a Fed? I think he was probably under pressure. Yeah. I think they, they rescued yeah. him from yeah, that country. Yeah, like he out
0: on him. Yeah, he was yeah. under a tremendous amount. Yeah, and I, he-
1: I, I don't think he's dead either. I think Oh, okay, that he you don't just, think he's dead? No. Oh. And, but I don't think we'll ever see him again. I think he's pro- finally keeping it in his pants. But I think that he's just... <laughs> his I think seed that, will live on,
0: you know? Yeah, he, like he would two, have known. Kids,
1: you know? I think there's a lot of cyber bullshit that metaphorically, keep it in his pants. Metaphorically. I think there's a lot of cyber bullshit that he would have been able to uh, he would have been expected to out mm. and and they just they're ready to go full bore on. We don't know how to decrypt your phone, so we have to build back doors into everything. And he's just he would have, you know, we've been like, John, <laughs> yeah
0: what about the dead man switch do you think that that was l- legit I mean he I don't know whatever came of that but I know that it said that like this is not ne- necessarily the mainstream narrative but he died and he said there was a dead man switch that if it, like he didn't kill himself and if he ever ends up dead there's this big you know data drop uh, essentially no. what do you think about that and yeah no. yeah no don't think I don't believe even,
1: in that. in that kind of stuff I do I believe that I, I believe that there's. They're at that level. Like Anthony Bourdain, I feel like there's a, a certain level where. They decide they have to kill you. Mm. And I don't know if he's that guy, Jeffrey Epstein. I just don't know. Yeah. But I don't I don't have that hunch with him. I absolutely think Anthony Bourdain had to go.
0: Because mm. he was but, involved in the he was getting close to the child. You know, the, the pedo ring thing, right?
1: There were two reasons I think he had to go. Uh I don't I don't think he had to go because of this, but it was really weird that he went to Palestine and you know, he went into their building, you know, he had food with them and he just humanized them, which is not a mainstream media narrative at the moment. Like that um Habib or Hadid, whatever her name is, like yeah. this runway model said, like that, I stand yeah. with the Ukrainian people. I'm like, you're you know, don't know what you're talking about. And, she's like, and we're going to get into
0: that. I got yeah. a lot of questions about the Ukrainian yeah. thing with you and international stuff in general. Yes, yeah, so anyway. Yeah.
1: And, and then she said, "And I also stand with the Palestinians." And they're just like, "Oh, I had no idea you were such a raging anti-Semite. How could you do that? I feel personally threatened by what you're saying." And she's Palestinian. Like, can you really not acknowledge that you have a side? You know, yeah, I don't wade into that. This is one of the most frustrating like a, things. Like, yeah.
0: people are biased. Everyone's biased, and it's, like, their whole... Right. A lot of people's holy grail is, like, if you're unbiased, that means... This is an anti-human argument. Like, every person has some sort of tribe, some sort of side, some sort of point. of view. It doesn't mean we can't tell the truth, but... You have to acknowledge this and it's not that big of a deal, well, right?
1: But you, but you don't have to attribute anti-Semitism to her.
0: No. Oh, of course. Because not. she's no.
1: Palestinian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can question the motives of it like anybody else. And I think there's a lot of silo stuff going on. So you can have the discussion about like Elon Omar and AOC can have the discussion about Palestine. But Anthony Bourdain cannot bring that to CNN. Like, that's mm. not the place that they they. that's not the container. They that's want that cool in.
0: For, for that yeah. Their narrative. Their, yeah, true. but
1: I don't think he was killed for that. But I think it demonstrated that he uh, could not be. He could he he could not be controlled. And I think the same thing about Joan Rivers. And I'll tell you about that in, in a second. So then when he was going out with Asia Argento or whatever, like that, his girlfriend. And he said, like, when I realized all this Harvey Weinstein stuff, I was like totally horrified at my own past behavior. And I stand with them and I now advocate for women. Hashtag me too, yada, yada. Then when he died of suicide, supposedly, I said I took it at face value and I said that there's only one thing that would make me think that this was not a suicide. And is that that's if Azia Argento's story does not hold up. Mm. And then it came out that she had been the subject of a sexual harassment lawsuit against uh, an underling male.
0: Shade. And
1: so if you were going to if you were going to get somebody to if you if you had somebody compromised like that, because that was like unknown, Then you could say, hey, just play this Harvey Weinstein thing out for us. Would you You had interaction with him and this is how it's going to go? And she'd be like, sure, no problem. I get it. So if Bourdain had found out about that, I think he was too honest and had too much integrity. And I think that was demonstrated by the fact that he kind of, you know, stepped outside the fold on the Palestinian thing that they knew they could not count on him. And that was a major operation. They had to see that through.
0: Well, I I mean, this is one of the reasons I like you. I know, like having you on because it's just you just entertain stuff in your brain, and this is how to think. I mean, it's it. it yes, it, this system is so corrupt, and there's so many layers to it that, like, you kind of back to the beginning of the interview, it's just the onus is on the people accepting this weird clown world to justify these ridiculous things that are going on. Like, if it's face value, you have to tell me why because it makes no sense. Like, you're allowed to say certain things in a certain situation, you're not allowed to say them if certain people are allowed to say them in a certain situation, it's to to entertain these type of conspiratorial thoughts is really what's, I mean, I agree with you on on most things. So I'm not even even playing. I don't know if the right word is devil's advocate, but no, I mean, I just agree with you, but it's like people that don't think this way. That's what kind of the NPC is, right?
1: They believe they simply believe Hmm. that the media would not or could not Get away with it. That's yeah. all. That's oh, they all they
0: totally do. That's they it. There's nothing it more day. to it. And if yeah. you press
1: somebody on what they believe, that's always where it will end up. Yeah. It'll never end up anywhere else. Unless someone says to you, I have firsthand knowledge and no one's ever said that to me.
0: Yeah. So quick. I, so last time you're on, um, I I don't think you know. You can stop me if you know what I'm talking about, because I don't think at the time when I had you on, I was mentioning this in public. But so I was arrested by the FBI last year. I don't know if you. Wow. Yeah. No, so I, I was streaming. I, I was streaming inside the Capitol, and I was I got arrested a month later by the FBI. They raided wow. my mom's house. Uh, now, like the the court developments have gone to. A, Point where I'm, t- I'm talking about it publicly and stuff, but that I usually bring that up when I talk about. You know, this is one thing I do have firsthand knowledge on. And yeah, you know, the do certain, tell, yeah, do I tell. I mean, I'll tell the whole story. I'll, I'll send you a link to it when I'm. Yeah, okay. I, when yeah. I get sentenced, I'm going to do like a ask, ask me anything, and like you know, we'll, Got it. we'll all all will be revealed. But I finally, my point is, I finally have this you know Trump co- card or something. Like I wasn't, I didn't work for NASA. I wasn't in New York on 9-11, mm-hmm. but I was. Inside that place at that yep. time to witness a right. uh, historical event, streaming it live. And, you know, I want to talk to more people that have firsthand knowledge, but I, I guess. I know a that, couple
1: of people. Yeah. I know three people.
0: If yeah. you want. It was, oh, I mean, yeah, we will talk in an email or something like that, get yeah. a round, round table going or something like that. But I think that it takes people streaming <laughs> and not editing and being there at live events and talking unedited. I mean, I have a. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, if you do more than one take, if you hmm. have to do more than one take, there's a chance that you're, there's a chance that you're either propagandizing or you're part of the beast system or something. Oh, yes. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. So Very that's why I I'd prioritize like live streaming and making mistakes and living and make, making fun of my gaffes. It's an essential part about the new media sphere, but you're, you're so, it's so true about what, like people at the, when you, if you were to ask them like six, seven, 10 questions deep, yeah, it would lead to they believe the media or there'd be too many people in on it, or they're not a bad person. Or are you saying everyone's evil? You know, some sort of platitude or cliche that equals is how they get away with it for decades and decades. And here we are. Right.
1: Yeah. And they, of course, were smart enough to get to the education system first.
0: Mm, Essential to their, so what they took
1: out was rhetoric. Mm. They left in grammar and logic. They left in logic. Yeah. Because they needed people to work. You need this logic to But they get, but yeah. you don't need rhetoric.
0: It's a, a rhetoric is that. learning how to type and and speak in the rhetorical and using rhetoric is I didn't learn it till I was about 29. I'm 34 now and it's there's nothing I I missed more more than that from our school. Because it's not it's literally is this are we do you think this is part of the, what is it called? The, the Prussian school, like the Prussian educational model. You know what I'm talking about here? I seem to
1: recall that. Yeah. The guy who brought it here was Dewey. It was like over a hundred years ago. Yeah. And, and I think it was, uh, they, they had the trivium, which was grammar, which is yes. rote memorization in yeah. elementary school. Cause that's where your development it's like Greek and everything. The Greeks figured everything out and I think the powers that be have been trying to disconnect us with all those truths for all this time. But so the uh, elementary stuff is grammar, which is actually rote memorization. The middle school stuff is logic, which is critical thinking, but the high school, the upper school stuff is rhetoric. And it's not only essential for us to persuade people to our point of view, but I think it's more essential that you recognize when you're being persuaded Yes. And this is why that's taken out of the public schools, but it's not taken out of the super elite schools like in Washington, D.C. And that's why when I put my kids wow. in high school, I looked around to find places that said they did the trivia. Wow. Even if it wasn't even if it wasn't my political bent.
0: Yeah, it, but but just learning that it, I think that's more important than than the political bent. Right. Like, yeah, you So can my, make yes. up your mind and you can be. Yeah, their propaganda does not have as much effect if they learn how to think and learn what the tools that they're using are. Right.
1: And I feel like was it Ignatius Loyola St. Ignatius Loyola, who said that um, uh, uh, the conscience that that is formed by the time you're 12. So Mm -hmm. even when you see like I, I see the kids, the high school kids, I have a lot of interaction with high school kids getting, you know, really stupid on the TikTok and stuff, like really stupid. Yeah. And I feel like whatever phases my own kids go through, they I have to have confidence that because I taught them right and wrong and I taught them how to think that when they get their first paycheck and have their first baby, the reality of what I said Or what they learned or what they ingrained in them is going to come rushing back and two plus two will equal four again. Maybe not, but it's it's, all I can do because they're out in the world and they won't they won't live in the bunker until the bunker is the only place to live.
0: Well, this is I mean, uh, this is a point I've been making like I'm not I'm not a dad one. Hopefully one day I will be. But I I don't think you can. What you're talking about is programming your kids and indoctrinating them, but in a good thing. Like, I don't think you can there's no indoctrination vacuum. I mean, you're going to say you make it to 12 or whatever the moral age is. You're going to have some sort of value system. So you have to make sure it's like a good one. And that's literal programming, right?
1: Well, I maybe I should have done that more. And I Mm. do feel like being a libertarian parent is um, maybe not like for libertarianism, had a sister who's dead now, but she had serious psychological and drug problems. And at the end, she got arrested. uh, Or she had a suicide attempt that I think was probably like drug seeking behavior. It was pretty controlled. So they cleaned her up. And for 60 days, she was clean for the first time in her life. And they were going to let her out. And I was like, she's going to be dead within 24 hours. So the alternative was to involuntarily commit her. And my family was split on this and I was in favor of it Mm. because she was not competent. She was mentally ill and outside force intervened. So it's kind of like banning guns and then making them legal 50 years later. You have a cultural problem there. Yeah. People aren't going to understand it. Yeah. So she... She just she didn't she couldn't even get it through her head. Like, go do your drugs. She used to like welfare was her drug money. They used to actually pay for taxis to bring her to the methadone clinic. And if I thought she could only have done one tenth of her drugs, like I know a lot of drug addicts because, like in my world um, or it was when I was young. You know, my family, I have eight older brothers and sisters if they had. So in my research, it was like you have to do one tenth of what your Jones was before one tenth. And I just didn't think she was going to be able to handle it. So uh, I was you know, people were looking to me to like advocate for her freedom. I was like, I, I, I we have a responsibility wow. to this human being who's been handicapped. And, you know, I'm not saying that the government has the right, but I'm saying that I have the right.
0: So you essentially are because she's become your family's property.
1: She, yes. And, and I have a responsibility to my family. Yeah. Like that's the cool. thing about libertarianism. You have a responsibility to the babies that you have to the old people in your life. You can't steal from other people to pay for those people, but then you have this responsibility and to think that I can't be trusted with that responsibility is, is an aberration, you know, like I can be trusted. But some Otherwise, people
0: can't though. Right. I mean, yeah, like, some people what, what can't. I this is one of the reasons that I, this is, this situation applied generally is one of the reasons that I'm not a libertarian. And and I told you last time I'm not one cause I'm right wing, but I don't mean I'm yeah. like a neocon or whatever. I'm yeah, like yeah. far right. And the, cause th- this responsibility, order, duty and hierarchy is a thing that I think even out of a good libertarian, I, I see is essentially failing. And, and, and that's why I'm also into, I, I'm reading like Hoppe and stuff. And I think that stuff makes a lot of sense where it's like, Hoppe, you, you'll like, yeah, Hoppe, you're sure you're, to me through, you're essentially violating the non-aggression principle, which is fine by me because that's not my Bible. Like to me, that's a, this is a situation where her rights were violated justly. And I, I'm, I agree with you, but oh, I, to me, oh, that's oh, like,
1: I will say this. Like, I will say this. She was a serious danger to people. Okay.
0: Was she doing? Yeah, she was a serious that, 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 was danger. It yes. Like, it was a potential thing.
1: Yes. There were two things that mm. she was involved in that were very serious dangers. Um, and I, I can give you an example. She would drive. She didn't always take the cab. She would drive. Uh, I mean, nodding. I don't know if you know junkies; yeah, they nod for off for sure. Like she was driving, nodding off. Um, uh, she did something. I mean, she, people have
0: died around her. Yeah. Okay. So this is like and not then some also BS. she lived with yeah. my mother.
1: Yeah. She okay. lived with my mother, and she had extreme. Uh, volatility right so there were real dangers so
0: just to, just, to, but, just but to i'm ask. not even
1: sure yeah so i i don't i didn't have to get past that but so if she was kicking and screaming and i did not have that fear mm. i might not have been right on so that you're side. saying
0: if there's a prop and we're kind of getting into the heady libertarian stuff but like if there is a property or, le- or, pers- or there's a property including your one's body. Right. If that violation happens, then that's the point at which the family right. can step but, in.
1: But I didn't, I wasn't, the reason I wasn't putting it in those terms is I think this is what I'm thinking about right now in my life um, as I see society crumble around me. Mm based on democracy, you know, based on Right. So if you're going to have self-governance, you have to have a different not quite, you know, it's not it's not that you can't parse everything into black and white, Mm. but put together, it forms a a richer picture. Yeah, nuance or human relationships and family and responsibility. And it never really would have gotten that far with her if we had still lived together, you know, and I even think that conscription and college is intentionally designed to tear families apart, to destroy communities so that you don't have that approach would have been better. So this is the problem with libertarianism in a nutshell. in in like in isolation. We don't live in a free society. We don't live in the society uh, that libertarianism depends on for its libertarianism. Uh, requires that we acknowledge that human beings are entitled to and capable of self-governance. And the self-governance is, and I always say this, is that principle is pragmatism on a long enough time horizon. So the consequences of your actions, if you were to feel them all, would make you Recognize that it's in your self-interest to have moral and ethical behavior in your life and in your personal dealings for the community around you. So, yes, I guess now that I think back on the situation with her, um, on the margin, I felt justified in that she was a danger to society. She was a
0: danger to to, yeah, society and community.
1: And government was paying for; they gave her twelve hundred dollars on the way out the door. It's
0: disgusting.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we could have starved her out, which is what you do. That's how you have a nonviolent approach to people who cannot wow. sustain themselves. They used to have mutual aid societies where if somebody broke their leg, you would pay for their family's food for six weeks, not for six months, yeah. not for six months for six and years. you would know it. Yeah. yeah, you would know it. And and that's why. So you've got all it's like immigration. You Yes, we don't live in a free society. We have welfare. We have people aren't allowed to. They don't have strict control over their own property, their own bars. They can't. They can't discriminate on their own property if they want to, which whether I like it or not, some people want to do that. And if they can't do it on their own property, they have to do it on the border.
0: Yeah. They have to do it for everybody. You know, like discriminate. It's one of my favorite things to do, actually.
1: Well, you just have to be able to control your own property or the place where your property lines have been pulled out to is where you have your rights. And now all of a that's sudden there are exactly. So my sister was dead within 24 hours of getting out of the hospital. Wow.
0: That's that's really because really I, lost. Sorry. I'm sorry to, I lost. Sorry. I lost. And that. in that
1: 24 hours, she was stopped by a cop. And she was sitting on a Bible that had been hollowed out and full heroin. And they let her keep going. Wow, they let her keep going. So You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a a, a system. So at what point? So this I was really just saying about my kids, right? So at what point so I can go through life saying up libertarian, not libertarian, libertarian, not libertarian. Sorry. Sorry, Rose. Like you got to die because I'm a libertarian. But it's it it satisfies the non-aggressive principle, in my opinion, because look, she within 24 hours, she had repeated the pattern that she had been engaged in prior to and was never punished for or stopped from. And so I'm justified there, but I'm willing to grab on a limb and say we can have the conversation as to, you know, at what point a human being forfeits their yeah. right to pure autonomy right. in a free world. And I would argue, Hoppe won't argue this, but I would argue, uh, you know, with kids, that nuance arises. Now, I, I actually raised them pretty well in it from a libertarian perspective, because I would always say to them. You're living in my house, and these are my yeah, rules. Okay, you Monica, have a choice. I have, I
0: have a question. This is making me smile. Okay, so this has come up the last couple of weeks. Okay, so we've we do crime a lot on the show, and you know, in the inner cities, especially amongst the, you know the black community, in there's all this crime, crazy crime. Chicago, everyone knows. Atlanta, blah blah blah. And what? And we've covered these stories where the kid will will be 15, will rob a bank, shoot a person, they'll come home the mom will see the bank robbery on the news and march that kid to the police station and, and, and turn them in. And we've had right the, 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 so, okay. That kind of answers my, my mother question. would
1: okay. do that too. Okay, she so, raised us yeah, like that. And
0: some people in the chat, not going to name any names, but have said that if they would essentially hide the body, if the, the spouse committed yeah. them. Yeah. Where do you fall on this? Like, are Absolutely you a snitch? Not. I'm just kidding. I, about we that. invite
1: <laughs> my, my brothers are divorced. We invite their ex-wives to Christmas before we invite them. Whoa! Because they weren't Dramatic. wrong. Mm. They were wronged. My mother See, always said right that.
0: You're right wing. You're right wing. I, yeah, I know you're I libertarian, do. but you I say, this. Is why also in my Twitter profile? R.I.P. My old Twitter account now banned. But it says oh. correct wing. That's what I know. It's right wing, but it's (laughs) correct wing. I consider myself to be correct wing, and the other people are wrong wing. And you can say libertarian, libertarian all you want, but I think that you're right wing because you have morals. Your moral is not the. You've already proved proven in this conversation that your like moral is not the nap. It's like it's not this autistic nap violation thing where the buck stops with the individual. You're by yourself in a vacuum, and there's no care given to that your person
1: next to me it's hard for me to do this you know it's hard for me like i'm struggling with this right now yeah. and my father was really religious but he was the one who taught me strict libertarianism we used to sit down and watch free to choose on pbs with milton friedman every sunday i mean we were really raised like that. So I bought him a subscription to Reason magazine, which I discovered in the airport once. And my jaw dropped. I was like, holy shit, they let this stuff out into the public. So I signed him up and I sent him. And the first one was John Ashcroft, the head of Homeland Security, who was, I guess, um, people criticized him for his Christian stuff, his right way. I don't know anything about him. I didn't really follow politics at the time. And my father called me up and he said, why did you send me this socialist rag? (laughs) <laughs> and i was like what
0: about reason now it's come to i don't know how long ago this was but now i mean they are they're total co- I yeah mean, now comies, now yeah. they are
1: he was right but, but but he didn't like it because they were criticizing ashcroft and i think they were criticizing ashcroft they were saying that they were criticizing him because he blended church and state but it was couched in a criticism of Christianity generally, and I'm sure Ashcroft is not my guy, <laughs> you know. I don't know I, much about um, him
0: other than the caricature yeah. that no, and, of and I'm
1: sure yeah. my father didn't like him either, yeah. but he didn't like that they attacked Christianity. So, um, so I would love to be able to explore this with my dad, but he, from the very beginning, was like, We have no business in Iraq, he was totally anti war, always, 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 Based. but he was a traditional
0: conservative. Cool, yeah, interesting, so, yeah. So, so just to transition a little bit, I mean, we're still kind of saying, cause you're, you know, I want to see things through your lens is like, do you believe, like, do you believe in international law? I mean, I believe international there is international law and it's the law of might. It's the law of power and violence essentially. But do you believe that like there's international, there should be, or is international law at like the UN Hague, whatever level, or like, I mean, kind of, we're going to talk about Ukraine and stuff for a little bit, but what do you think, what is your point of view on international law?
1: Okay, Um, I don't think it exists or should exist. I wouldn't. I think the U.N. Treaty, to the extent we signed it, is unconstitutional. Although since we signed it so long ago, there is some reliance, which I mean, you do you do have a, a responsibility in law to assert. That you are, you know, like. The U.N. Treaty, because we signed it so long ago and haven't rebelled against it as a people, we, are, we may actually be bound by it. I, 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 I will never give up that fight. So I'm asserting on behalf of the American people that the UN treaty is unconstitutional. So I don't believe in any of that. There is a book, Vittel's Law of Nations, which I've read more than once, was the most used uh, resource for our founders in drafting the foundational documents. And I've used it to defend Donbass and Crimea. So what like, it does like though, Putin
0: it, like him taking it or like whatever the de- defending he's which defending side defending
1: people who were aggressed by a, a covert invasion by the United States and yeah. agree. This is why I'm pro
0: ironically, pro Putin and pro that he's just this is NATO. he's the totally, justified. totally in, justified in my opinion. Yeah, I mean I don't
1: like bombs dropping, but, no, but he gave war. them eight Years. They were yes. killing those people in Donbass. And yes, um, and you have the right. I as love China- Monica Perez, guys. <laughs> I this is I love
0: this shit right here. Yes, keep going. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they have the um so uh I was defending the people in Crimea and Donbass because from in 2014 I wrote the article on it yep. on Crimea, in that they uh, are people who and this is enshrined in the Declaration of Independence. They are people who now have the right to change their government, which they can't change. They can't take and take that right lightly. It really shouldn't be exercised by, a you know, it cannot be exercised by a fringe minority, whatever. So I feel like um, and this is where, you know, human nature, the nature of humanity, the um, uh, the argument for democracy or for libertarianism all comes down to the human being. And I think that and I could be wrong about this, but my superficial understanding is that English common law, this Vittel's law of nations, these are legal principles that have emerged over 10,000 years, let's say that have um, uh, they have enshrined at various times the justice of this. No crime is a crime except for if it violates this. Don't touch me or my stuff. Don't touch me or my stuff. That's the law. Now, people have arguments over what's their stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes.
1: And that's what courts are for. That's what actual case law is for. That's what that teases out the nuances of that law in particular situations when those situations actually arise, not preemptively. That's what they use false flags for to get you to think or opportunistic false flags to get you to think that the world is a different place. School shootings. Because kids like to shoot each other in high schools. They don't. They don't. That's not a real thing. They had to make that up. But but when real things happen, that's when you have precedent. And I love that. And this is true for the law of nations. And the reason that we and it's extra obvious in the law of nations, the reason you abide by the law of nations is that you want to be protected by it. That's why American exceptionalism, which was about an exception to uh, the law of nations, it was about demanding, asserting sovereignty without respecting sovereignty. Yes, that's
0: what we're and doing. I, yes. That's the yes, whole Western M.O. Yes. And, and I said from years. the beginning, yes,
1: it destabilizes the international order. So the Middle East used to I mean, I had callers call who remembered the 60s and they said they had such hope that JFK Um, you know, they were secularizing the Middle East was secularizing and, you know, we only take out the secular ones. We only take out, you know, Nasser, Assad, Hussein, Gaddafi. I mean, these were the secular leaders. So it's not an ideological or whatever religious thing. But when you, when you show them that you can cooperate, you can be Gaddafi, you can be Hussein, you can capitulate, and then you get murdered publicly by the people that you trusted. Who can ever trust there? You, you've absolutely undermined any hope for di- di- uh, diplomacy yep. or anyone to fold into that. So we have destabilized the natural state of peaceful anarchy that would exist in a world with fairly stable borders with that, that learns property rights. Cause I always think like the only, that wars are always about who owns, who, who has the right to tax those peasants working that land. Yep. That's what right. I think, like historically, that's what war is. Right, yeah. And, and once so, a, a lot of those thing. issues I, are gone, I, I, uh, yeah.
0: I, I brought this up the other day. I don't know who the writer is, but I'd heard a great quote of what the sovereign really is, is the sovereign is the person, or is the, the entity that can compel their people to, to kill and die for them. And that's what, that's... That's basically what the. It doesn't mean justifiably. Right, it just right. means like the person that, in one way or another, and it kind of gets de back facto. to de facto. De facto, yeah. It's the person, and that that might not even be um, whoever the the dead juror or whatever. But it's the person or the entity that can compel the people to li- fight and die for them for a, a certain municipality or for a property or for you know you know whatever. That goes Pro- right
1: with my, yeah, my the way I've exactly. thought of these of these problems in the past, but yeah. I feel like. When you have um, time and information like we have, we do have property disputes in Palestine um, and like it looks like Ukraine is having a property dispute. But you really, the United States shouldn't be the one to have uh, disrupted the Ukrainian situation. Certainly that's situation. obvious. Certainly
0: that's obvious. Like, but that's, they did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Well, I mean, that's interesting cuz I got, got woke up to the Ukraine thing in 2014 when I was me a too. total lib shit. Like, and even then <laughs> I lib was shit. like, yeah, that yeah, shit lib, libtard, lib shit, wow. Yeah, to- completely. Yeah, I I it's been a long road for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, so what so you don't think the so you think NATO's the aggressor. I agree with that. Um, so do you think that like are are you pulling for Putin to how far do you want him to go? I like, what do you think the end of well, this? is? You know, or, you know,
1: I heard somebody say, Did you ever hear, see, uh, Tejas and Don Bass or Alina lip. Mm-mm. I no. don't want to even say their names out loud. Cause I'm trying so hard to get them on my show and mm-hmm. I don't want them to get overwhelmed with the request, but they've, they're like canceled and erased so hard, but this guy, um, Russell Bentley went to he's from Texas. I think he might be Russian Orthodox, but he looks like a Viking. Um, and he went and was fighting in Don Bass. I guess he was a U.S. soldier in the past. And uh, he's Russian been reporting. Fighters. Wow. Yeah, he's been reporting from there. And I think he said that the deal's already been cut, that they're going to let NATO take Ukraine up to Kiev just as a face saving thing, and then Putin can use the rest. And I think Putin wanted Ukraine to be a bridge. I think that it could have been. I think he's totally justified. His demands are absolutely um, the minimal that the minimum that he would need for security. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, I'm pulling for him. And in my observation over many years, 10 years, He's. I don't think their propaganda is as bad. I think that um, when I see civilians, uh, dead bodies on the dumb propaganda we get, I assume it's us. Yep. I assume that it's the the A- A- Azov battalion. Yep. I don't like Nazis. Yep. I think it's uncool that you know why they had to bring the Nazis in. They had to bring the Nazis in because regular Ukrainian army would not kill the people in Donbass. Mm. So they they created the Azov Battalion in May 2014. So it's not this organic emergent Nazi. Problem. Never is
0: ISIS wasn't. Yeah. Uh it never yes. is. These groups, yeah, it's all, totally for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I and mean. they
1: probably disenfranchised those people already. They they've been cultivating hate there, that kind of hate for um, a decade or more. Uh, I think at li- maybe even 20 years. And they, they had Stepan Banderas, who was like their hero because they were locked in a struggle between Nazis and communists. So, you know, all right. So they went Nazi, uh, whatever. Yeah. But you don't have to uh, memorialize the guy with the boulevard named after him in Kiev in yeah. 2014. Like that was the reward, I think, for tony book and his people who were controlling the Maidan and stuff. Uh to, uh, you know, as a nod, like, like we're not kidding. We'll really go Nazi for you.
0: You hear about the one with the uh, the, the lady took down the drone with a can of toma- like a to- tomato paste or whatever? No. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, we covered this, like, almost, you know, a couple days this week, with all the war propaganda. They love their stories, the ghost of Kiev. Adam Kinzinger tweeted out a picture of Sam Hyde saying that it was, uh, I don't know if you saw, it's like, total... Yeah, too much. Sam Sam Hyde is an online comedian, and they they he thought that they photoshopped his face onto a jet airliner or whatever, like a jet. <laughs> pl- you know, but there's this story of this lady taking out a drone with a can of pasta sauce, and they're like, oh, she's a hero, and, it's just- and if anyone
1: were gonna do it, it would be people in Don Bass mm. who've been fighting man, woman, and child for eight years. Yes. And I'll tell you, do you know who Alexander Zakharchenko
0: is? Mm, no. Or got is these it his name's is on like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, this guy that that name was always hard for me to get my mind around. It's like Z-A-K-H-A-R-S-H-E-N-K-O, I think Alexander. And uh, I I could cry like when I think about him, he was back in the day when I was following this because I had the radio show back then. So I would dig into stuff like you wouldn't believe I would spend two full days like I would start working on Thursday for a show on Saturday afternoon, it could have been the best show on radio. Um, <laughs> but I, so I used to really dig into this stuff and that Alexander Zakarshenko was a guy who like always stuck in my mind cause he had been like a miner and then he started a mining company. And uh, he said, look, I, we don't need anything. We just need weapons. We are, you know, and I remember thinking, he didn't say this, but I, I think I, I, that's when I had this aha moment, like, oh my gosh. They have men. (laughs) So all they need is the weapons. They have men. And I realized why Clinton and NAFTA, his stated goal at the time, which I actually remember, so I can't give you a link for it, but I remember him saying that we are going to move the United States into a service um, economy. So it's going to be 70% service. And um, yes, you get more bubbles that way because you can, you know, depending on if you actually give the labor. More productive, more productive labor, like a bigger piece of the action, which isn't always true. But, um, but what they really did, and it harkens back to Patrick Henry, who said, "We cannot have this kind of a government without an agrarian society. If you're moving toward a merchant society, it's not going to work." Got to outsource it. Yeah, yeah, and I and they're just not going to understand it, and they're not going to be able. I, I don't know what Patrick Henry teased out, but I know it now. You really can't tyrannize. Uh, a bunch of people who have their own food, their own land, their own weapons and have neighbors and have, um, you know, you just can't do it. It's not possible. And that's what this guy was saying. And I believe that it's mineral rich or rich of something over there, which is why they wouldn't just cut it loose. Like Crimea has such important geological geographic Mm. um, value. And this guy, those fucking cowards blew him up in a cafe. And he was like 43. What? I mean, that that guy was a bag of meat that really had a unique value, really high value. My father always taught me like, only cowards use bombs. Yeah. And they know who did it. And I think Putin wants that guy's ass. They know who did it.
0: So if, uh, if uh, the shit ever hit the fan and we were to become like, you know, political like tar would you ever uh consider going to Russia or China or something like that? And, well, here's the problem
1: know. with going to Russia. I'm not Russian. Yeah. They they don't want me. Yeah. You know they don't right. want me and they they shouldn't trust me.
0: And they shouldn't, right? And my as a nationalist, they that's shouldn't. why. Yeah, they shouldn't. They yeah.
1: shouldn't and and uh and I and I, you know, I've thought of that, but I've had so and I and I got this from this one thing. I've had podcasts with people. Do you ever have a podcast with someone you just love?
0: Yeah, right and, now, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, sweetie. Well, you're I hope you left you're the door not open having, for me.
1: <laughs> thank you. I knew I was wondering if that was coming, But I <laughs> I but you're not going to have the experience that I had, which was this okay. that you have this ex- that you love this person. You really you you know them, you know, their sense of humor. You get where they're coming from. You're so excited for the conversation and then in my case, and this happens to me like three times because I think that way. I'm like, hey, bro, super cool. High five. How about, you know, whatever? Like one guy said, you know, the Pope drinks the baby's blood or whatever. And it was just like fucking
0: just crickets. Yeah, just, like, you <laughs> yes. know, and you're I just have like had that experience. with the oh, show. yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it hurts. I I don't actually know you. And you definitely don't know me.
0: (laughs) It's so painful when that happens. Yeah, and I just feel like when I when
1: I show up at the Kremlin, (laughs) Putin's gonna be like you fucking consumerist capitalist yeah. slob. Depart Why from me, I, I want... never
0: knew you. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, you yeah. know, it's like, I wow. just,
1: you know, what am I going to do with Show me your tits or keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that, right? <laughs>
1: I no, mean, yeah, yeah. well, not, not these days, but there was a time. <sighs>
0: anyway, oh, so, so I just, what a good so moment. So
1: I, I just don't think that they want me.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, so have been to
1: some- Russia twice, though. And yeah. it's actually really nice. Like I went uh, a few years ago for the World Cup. I just w- weirdly had an invitation from, you know, some of my a business associate of my husband's, but we went to Moscow and stuff. And I had been there ten years prior to that. And the difference was amazing. As as one person said, uh, I mean, it's like living in Germany. Mm. And everyone's like, is that a good thing? And yes. it's like, no, no, I mean, it's nice and clean. There's yes. a Tiffany on the good. main thing. The, yeah, right. And I and I was like, it was totally fine. Nice and normal. I'd love it was to go. Yeah, that'd be I, great. I could live there, yeah, but yeah. and you're going to love this uh, They So my brother, who's a truck driver, George, the friendly truck driver, he said to me, it's like, just tell me one thing about Russia because he likes to watch this show. Um, Fucking asshole or something where they track down it's not like gay porn they track down these bad drivers and they they rough them up i don't okay. know if they hit his windows with a baseball batter or, or oh no they just put a sticker on it that you cannot get off that says i'm an asshole mm. cool so it's like
0: so- you, do you know you know the Cartnarks? narcs yeah. whoa the cart is a youtube channel heavily covered on my show where they camp out with hidden cameras in part in uh a- parking lots and grocery oh stores God. and they go up to people and put them on YouTube that don't return their carts and so they have like hood magnets they have suction cups that uh, say I'm a lazy bones that doesn't uh, <laughs> return my cart very wholesome material but it resembles that keep going my
1: yeah. brother ha- has a peep about that too yeah. and loud music and everything like that so he said I, you gotta just tell me one question when you go to Russia I just need to know one thing tell me if you see anybody with pink fucking hair <laughs> and
0: no one, right? I, Not a soul, right?
1: I did see one or two okay. people. One was a wig, but okay. I saw thousands of people. But this is what I said: totally redeem them for the two pink fucking hairs. Was we were in, I think, outside. I think it was St. Petersburg, outside the Winter Palace, which is the one in the city. And some people pulled up in their car, opened the doors, pulled out a boombox, put down a piece of cardboard, and started break dancing. Sweet. I really felt like. The 90s called it yeah. and wanted their, they, their vibe back. On,
0: they were like uh, Yeah,
1: probably, but it was too, yeah, 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 it was okay. like that. It was yeah. really funny. And um <laughs> a cop, two cop cars pull up within 2 minutes mm. and they just bundled that shit right up and those guys were gone. And I was like, "George, I found your town."
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: Yeah, roundabout, <laughs> so, <them up>, right? <laughs> So it was like that. But uh, because I don't do shit like that, I don't really care. And I don't believe in public spaces. Mm. So it wouldn't happen in my libertarian world. But that's another, you know, that's the thing. It's like we don't live in a free society. There are public spaces. So we can acknowledge that or we can. I don't know if you know Pete Q, Pete Quinonez. Mm
0: -hmm. Sure, he's been on the show.
1: Yeah. So he turned me on to. Hapa, which I thought I had every Hapa knowns man, but um, what's to be done? I think yeah, you know the like sure. takeoff. I haven't yeah. read that yet, so mm. now um, you know. I don't know if I'm ready to really give up the ghost here on my absolutely hardcore libertarianism. Yeah, but I, I did. That's the, you're, you're speaking my that.
0: language because, like, that's why I did. One day I was just like. It makes no sense and it's just not where we are it, and it's even not it, where we are it's not where we are and we're gonna die one day so it's like I want to be where I am in the limited time I'm here and it it's just yeah. that's why I'm correct wing and I think so are you um so yeah this is great so um so one thing I do people are putting questions in the chat we got about 10 minutes sure. left but yeah. one, we're gonna get some questions but I what I was wondering is usually we play a little game on the show here um and so I'd kind of design a different one for uh every guest but what I want to know is in no in no particular order. I'll make A list over here, Uh, more of a list, not really a game, but who are in no particular order the most evil people in the world right now, and they have to be they have to be names, yeah, yeah, alive right now, and they have to be you know knowable enough. Either they have to have a Wikipedia or Twitter, like you know Klaus Schwab, you know whatever they have to be a a famous enough name. It can't be like the a a CEO of a company we don't know, yeah, someone. Yeah, I mean, I would
1: say you know Klaus Schwab and Fauci are up there. I mean the other ones that spring to mind, but if I
0: my geez, let's my top, guess let's is let's do eight, by the way. Yeah, because there's gonna be eight. Gonna, yeah, eight. Let's do top eight. Eight. Do top I, eight.
1: I was gonna stop at three. No, I think eight. um Larry Fink is probably yeah. one of them. Um uh, Elliot Abrams is probably pretty Not bad. Sure Dick did. Cheney's still alive. Cheney's
0: still alive, that's right.
1: He's still alive.
0: Uh, <laughs> Quest in the chat says death match. That's what we're doing right now, by the way. Yeah, that's why we need four okay. more. Um, oh shit.
1: Okay, let me let me keep going. Um, let's see. I, you know the the low hanging fruit yeah, is like that. Richard Haass. Um, David Axelrod is probably pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I I might. How many is that?
0: That's uh six so far. We need two more.
1: Okay. Um. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna throw. Uh, it's a toss-up between Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom, and then, but the last one I have to say, uh, Joe Biden, because Biden. he's the state stay puffed marshmallow man and that makes him evil
0: yeah yeah okay like actual evil okay so who is the number one seed and who's the number eight seed who's the who's the number one and number eight
1: uh i'm gonna say
0: biden biden is
1: number one number one okay
0: so he's one okay
1: yeah, because it's, I mean, I think you have to multiply it by the, the harm done.
0: Oh, true. Exactly. Can't just be like the evil in their heart it has to be what they're actually. Yeah, doing. yeah. Like, I, I think I,
1: so. And then um, I evil in their heart would be Elliot Abrams, but harm done at this point. Might be kind of low, so I'm going to put him. Abram,
0: and so that being the eight seed, you would eliminate that person. Okay, so Biden's still in. Okay, so well, who would be number the seven seed? Like who's going to survive the death match? Um, so Biden as the, the most evil, the most who's evil. Win yeah, yeah, but well, we have evil. to do matchups. So Biden beats Abrams. Uh, like uh, who's number okay. number. Number the number two seed, Klaus Schwab, Anthony Fauci, Larry Fink, um, Cheney. Number two would be Klaus Schwab. Okay, and who's he going up against? There's Pelosi, Axelrod, um, Haas, Cheney. I would put Axelrod. Okay, so he Axelrod gets eliminated. Okay, so we got right. a couple more matchups. Okay, so Fauci, Larry Fink, who's the number three seed? So we're doing three and six seed right now. Uh, who's the number three? And so Fauci, Larry Fink. I, I Cheney, have to put
1: Fauci up there. Number three.
0: And who does Fauci eliminate? Uh, Cheney, um, Haas, Pelosi.
1: Jeez, that's really it's hard. hard. Yep. Um uh, I guess I'm going <laughs> well, to say Pelosi. I guess it's hard when you get
0: to this true yeah. evil. This okay, so yeah. cool. And now we have Dick Cheney versus uh I don't know versus Larry Fink. Who wins out of those two? Who is the more evil of the two? I guess
1: I'm going to say Cheney.
0: Okay. All right. So now what we have is Anthony Fauci or no, sorry. We have Joe Biden versus Dick Cheney. Who wins of those two? Who's more evil.
1: Oh, God, that's impossible. That's so you got to choose. It's yeah. There's a gun to your head in a libertarian I'm going society. Biden. Biden going is Biden.
0: more evil than yeah. than Shane. Okay, so now between Klaus Schwab and Anthony Fauci, who is more evil? I guess I'm going to say Klaus Schwab. Okay, and Wait, finally, so Do I really want that. It, it, oh, it, you Fauci can, just kills people. He does.
1: I'm going to go Fauci. Sorry, Fauci,
0: okay. That. And then yeah. finally, who is more evil, Anthony Fauci or Joe Biden? Biden, Biden, so Biden, Biden is the winner of the Monica Prez death match. Everyone clap, everybody. Very, very good. Very, very, very good. All right. Thank but you.
1: but I, I don't want it to be misunderstood that I that I hate him because he's a Democrat. I oh, hate that's him fine. because of the USA Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. I hate him because of his um, Ukraine and Chinese mm-hmm. corruption. His lies, I hate him because he is the Stay Puffs Marshmallow Man. And no one can do more evil than that.
0: Yeah. OK, well, Biden wins. In- He's in- a
1: self-aware Stay Puffs Marshmallow Man. You think that? You,
0: you yes. Think, so do you, you don't think you think the whole like him being a dementia patient is kind of is right. Vin- you know.
1: Look up Vinny the Chin.
0: Vinny the Chin.
1: Yeah, he was he was a mobster who they wanted to put in jail or give the death. Oh, I don't know what Gigante. the murder. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So he walks around the block in a bathrobe for years.
0: Wow. Okay. So just to get him to, okay. So yeah, I mean, that's got gave me a lot to think about. So let's do some questions. Um, so here's a question. Um, is it kind of a big topic or whatever, but, uh, has, have you found any subjects that you feel women will listen to you to listen to you and not to a man about? And so specifically this is Katie in the chat. Who's in favor of repealing the 19th amendment. She don't, she doesn't think women should vote. Uh, I agree with that, but I'm not, she always says- Although the biggest know,
1: landslides in US history occurred for the two best presidents in US history after women got the vote, Harding and Coolidge. They killed Hardin, he was so good.
0: Yeah, so- Harding, what, Harding. Do, what do you think, do you think that that there is like um, a gender, sp- like things that women will listen to you on because you're an intelligent woman and they just won't hear from a, a guy? Like, what do you think about this, this subject?
1: Yeah, I think I, I have thought of that. Do women want to hear uh, my opinions on? Uh, yeah, I think in those matters of war, yeah. like Syria and Ukraine, I think uh, because I seem to have a grasp of maybe one layer down from the propaganda and can point out in, you know, because I think women have a um, more Powerful, I would say, or more, um, you know, a louder moral conscience that uh, you can throw up your hands and say, I just can't follow it. It's too complicated. Mm. But I think because I actually explain the details and always couch basically everything in moral terms, I think they are unintimidated by it and are willing to listen to it.
0: Cool. Um- did you, did you rub elbow, elbows with any future famous figures when you were at Harvard Law? I didn't even know you went to Harvard Law. Maybe I did, but I went to Stanford
1: said. Law School. Yeah, I went Stanford. to Harvard
0: undergrad. Okay. Did you, yeah. Who's, you got any famous people in your classes?
1: Uh, there was somebody in my class who was um, on the short list for Supreme Court Justice, not this time, but last time. Um, cool. There was... Uh, I feel like I definitely. Um, there was a a woman in my class who I absolutely knew who is kind of famous in that she uh, I think she's an editor at Slate, hmm. so total commie. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> she. OK, so. Fuck, I'm sure. I mean, I knew people whose names I recognize, mm, but
0: you weren't like, uh, you know,
1: no, but I did go out with a billionaire once. Nice. Nice. Like dated for a while. Nice. He was he was excellent.
0: He, oh, great. Took great care of you, huh? Very I cool. really liked
1: him a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's people want you to name names, but I don't think that's gonna happen. That's all right. So you were on the uh, the the mad ones last night. Uh, so what was the question yes. from Cam Harless? How much do you love Cam Harless? I think that was the question. And was, <laughs> was he really naked last night?
1: Um I love Cam. He was naked from the neck up.
0: Oh, okay. And gotcha. we got to see his
1: little butt chin, which I didn't know he had a butt chin.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It was very, very cute. Yep. And uh, yes, I do love Cam. He's very easy to get along with. And it's one of the, it was probably my, really, we achieved the pinnacle of low stress podcasting last night in that I, it was absolutely had no different emotional feel to it than chatting with him on the phone.
0: Cool. Wow, very. I was on there a couple months ago, though. It's definitely a great experience. Maybe a, yeah. I don't
1: know if it's a great listen. Yeah, but it's a great
0: experience. Well, yeah, whatever. And yeah. I gave up
1: drinking for Lent, so I couldn't okay. enjoy. You couldn't you could
0: imbibe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Horatius says, "Do you think that the Ivy League is an indoctrination camp for the political class?"
1: Um, I actually don't. Everyone there is already indoctrinated. Oh. And my father didn't want me to go to college at all, and Harvard in particular, because he thought, you know, I I, I transferred from a community college to Harvard. Mm. So it was pretty ballsy, and I got a scholarship and everything. And he was worried about it, that I would come out as a socialist, which I said there was absolutely no chance. What it does is it opens doors for those who will walk through them. Mm. And the only doors that are open are you know, those doctrinally correct opportunities. So I'll give you an example. A friend of mine uh, had a friend who became a professor at Harvard. And I said, oh, did she is she a thought leader or is she just masterful at articulating the existing paradigm? Yep.
0: That's what the and she is. said.
1: That's what I love about you mm. is that you're so smart. Um, <laughs> yeah no i mean you're so smart like you, you just it's if i have heady thoughts i can express them to you and i don't have to explain them and i'm an over because i never know who i'm talking to but uh, i don't have to worry about that with you so she said immediately existing paradigm yes yep so that's, that's why i would never get world. anywhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah because, because you're I'm totally
0: leader. yeah that i don't know the tom woods three by five card you just shred it Throw it in the, yeah, light it on fire. Um, yeah. We got some other questions, uh, but I think we're going mean, to, I, obviously you're welcome back on the show anytime. Thank I'd love you. to get you back on in a couple months. So I more- have
1: a live, I have my show I do live on Thursday. So if people want to do Rockfin or Rumble, I'll be there. At four o'clock Eastern.
0: Okay, sounds good. Um. Well, yeah, you've been so generous with your, generous with your time. We went over time a little bit, so I'm going to copy. Someone's asking about the shape of the Earth. We'll talk about that next time. Someone's asking about. Oh, immigration. I have answers. Oh, can you give you a quick answer? Round or flat? Randa, yeah, I can Randa. give
1: you a quick answer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sphere, and I can prove it in three ways. I saw the curvature of the Earth when I flew on the Concorde. Um, I circumnavigated the globe in twenty in like a week, but I, the sun was in the right place the whole time. Mm. And when, uh, battleships launch, uh, you know, m- missiles or whatever they have to take, they can dip down behind the horizon. So it can't be seen with the naked eye, but they have to, they have to adjust
0: for the curve. curvature. Okay. All right. So everyone just left cause we're anti globe here on this, uh, this, I'm just kidding. Am uh, I, am I- <laughs> I'm just kidding around. Well, you know, Half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever, Goodbye, Monica. I don't care. Right. Don't, <laughs> I, I, pro, I offered proof. Yeah, that's fine. No, that's fine. That's I, all. I'm and just you teasing, can
1: rebut, rebut. I'm just teasing
0: the people in the chat. Um, we'll talk, definitely talk about it next time. But um, Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Monica Perez is awesome. Have a fantastic right, next day. Next time, let's you talk about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, are fa- fake or real? Fake. Fake, me too. Nukes, fake or real?
1: Well, nuclear power is real, yes, but I don't I know agree. about
0: news. Nu- okay, cool. I right, had yeah, so much to get into, but I'll I'll email you in a couple months. Get you back on one of my favorite guests. Thank you for spending your morning with us because you're you're so plug your yeah. work. Uh, this will be a podcast later. I'll send it to you. But yeah. How can we find you on, on the interwebs and all that? good
1: thank stuff? Thank you. Yes, my podcast is the Propaganda Report. That's where we do interviews and our daily show. The daily show is the Drive Time News Blast from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice, despite Stephen's uh, claims to the contrary. And <laughs> Also, um, uh, you can, we've got a lot of ways to subscribe. We do Patreon, we do Locals, we do Rockfin. We're pretty much only on Rumble because YouTube, uh, you know, we're dead to them, they're dead to us. But I do a fair amount of tweeting. So you can find me at Monica Perez Show.
0: Cool. Awesome. Well, all that will be included in the links down below in the show description. But yeah, I'll see you in a couple months and best of luck with everything.
1: Thank you so much. All right.
0: Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Amazing! Monica Perez, love that, it's great. Sorry I called her a globetard. I was, you know, I was kidding. I was kidding. Let me get rid of her name. (laughs) I love Monica Perez, she's awesome. Pro-Putin, this is a pro-Putin stream? Did you know this? I did. Great interview, really like it. Let's get my beautiful face back up there, and oh, is this not the right one? Music cam, my cam, where's my cam? Like our cam? Yes, great, love it. (laughs)